In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. A champion must Welcome to another episode of Defend Your Movie. This is the Cool Breeze, a.k.a. Andrew Fiore. <laughs> Thank you guys for bearing with us uh, over the past week while we ran a repeat, but uh, me and Dutch, a.k.a. Sean Donnelly, who's sitting right across from me. Yay! Hello, Cool Breeze. We just couldn't make it happen last week. We couldn't do it last week. It was schedules and everything got screwed up, so we apologize for the repeat. We were both away, and uh, it became a problem, but thank you guys for being patient and coming back to us uh, and being faithful defenders. Thank you, defenders. I thought it would be a fun episode. We replayed the first episode that I was ever on. Yes. Which we did, and I listened back on my flight because I forgot, and it was uh, Big Lebowski versus Rudy. I, I don't know. Which, I don't know how I we made know, that one work. I don't know how we did that. One. <laughs> I didn't listen back to the episode, but that makes no sense. Yeah, well, we framed Big Lebowski framed as a sports movie. Bowling. Oh, that's why. Okay, that makes more sense now. Bowling, bowling framed. Oh God! All right, it's been nice doing the show. Thanks so much. That was my Never point, speak though. to me again. We were so bubbly and giddy. For the first time, I think we were doing it oh, together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just like when two dogs meet in the park for the first time. <laughs> and we were just like, you got new smells and everything. Everything was fresh. And now we, all, now we know each other's tricks. And yeah, everything. absolutely. Like, yeah. Oh, it's just Sean. Well, it's Great. so funny because I have my dog for a week. I have a bulldog. The baby's well, actually, here. Let's introduce our guest before absolutely. I tell this. Our, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, such a great person. We, we lights up a room when she walks Absolutely. in. Friend of the show, Seinfeld fanatic, Gabby Kaufman. Everybody, hey, old hoops Kaufman. <laughs> She's got her trademark hoops on today. I'm wearing hoops to show that I'm fun, but glasses to show that I mean business. Nice, I love that's it. That's your whole weekend right there. Just yeah, in the right. daytime it's business. At night it's party time. Right, right, right. Uh, no, I think we've actually mentioned Gabby on the podcast before. We both love her, and she goes in hard with the Seinfeld cuts, and I wish she was like one of the gang immediately. Absolutely, she and knows. Good, yeah, I would say you don't think you know as much as we know about Seinfeld, but I think you do because you bring up like really like inside baseball Seinfeld stuff all the time. That I'm like, oh my god, that's a great scene, and then you're like, yeah, but I don't know as much as you guys. And I, I think know you the do. show very well, but you, the two of you, have this telepathic thing <laughs> <laughs> where with absolutely zero. No context and zero conversation previous. You can just say one word that you know is not invented. You that is go, true. One I- of you will go ahoy. And I would go, what? And you'd go, oh, you know, when George says, ahoy. Ahoy there. <laughs> <laughs> ahoy there. I need, I need a little, you know. I One of the funniest little... written lines it's, in TV history. It's, it's the line where the guy, he wants to get the apartment of the guy who was in the shipwreck. Yeah. And when he sees him in the hallway or the, in the apartment or whatever, he goes, ahoy there. That's, it's so that's funny. Do you know why it's such a great line? Because it's so spot on yeah. for fucking George. Right. Because he's such an evil motherfucker that that's why he does it. He's trying to be a shithead. Yeah. That's why. That's such a great line. Oh, 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 there. Oh, there. A guy who was on a sinking ship. A guy who 
finds out it was only like 20 people <laughs> sank. He was like, that's it? He said, 12 hours. <laughs> like an old man getting into a tub. I think if I perform today, we need to do a Defend Your Seinfeld. We have oh. done. We've done. We had our other buddy, Mark Norman, on for Defend Your Sign. And okay, well, the episode went viral amongst the defenders. Yeah, and we're going to do another one. We just want to give it a little breathing room because right. technically, what we do is movies. But you're absolutely in on the next one. I mean, there's so much you could do. Defend your episode. Defend your character. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a huge. I mean, uh, yeah, it was just us quoting our favorite episodes for an hour, and it was, people <laughs> seem to take to it. Oh, so. it was the easiest episode ever because just you just jump from thing to thing. Yeah, I mean, here's the, what me and Gabby were doing today, which does relate to movies, is we're trying to just name the Seinfeld fake movie titles. Which yes. I think we, I don't think we ever like sat down and started trying to name them all, but I think we, I think organically we yeah. tried naming them yeah. one time, and I think you nailed all of them because you said Rochelle, Rochelle, yeah. uh, uh, sack lunch, sack lunch, uh, well, I, is don't negative. Don't you want to know how they got in there? <laughs> 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 and sack lunch is paired with means to an end. No. Yes. Means to an end is. Oh no! Blame it on the rain. Yes. yes I'm sorry. Not You're right. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I love Jerry's. Blame it on the rain. When Nikki, the beautiful girl, can yeah. get him in anything, and then Elaine and Todd Gack. Yeah. One of the great all-time Seinfeld. What is that Dutch? Names. Yeah. He goes enjoy. Blame it on the rain. <laughs> And I did that one to Gabby today. What was I doing? You were like, oh, thanks for getting me a ticket. I did the, oh. Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, thanks for getting us tickets, by the way. Yeah. Because oh. <laughs> she goes, oh, we wanted to see that too, but it's all sold out. And he goes, see what you can do? Goes, see what you can do, Nick. See what you can do? There's no tickets left. Jerry just goes, we'll see. And then she gets him out of the speeding ticket. Yeah, right? out he of goes, speeding ticket. Goes, all right, Nick. He goes, all right, Nick, let's hit it. <laughs> He's in the car. He's like, all right, let's hit it. Like, she just gets back in the car and they go. The other beautiful part of that movie is when Todd Gack does the trick that he got Elaine on a date with. And she goes, Elaine, she'll solve this. What does the M stand for in Richard M. Nixon? She goes, Millhouse. C, he said it was Mo. One <laughs> <laughs> of the more you owe me dinner. kind of poetic, like nicely Mo. tied up endings to an episode is the two of them going out together. Yeah, you gack. Kind of a classic, like sitcommy ending. Of, oh, like, they uh, tied everything. They up. tied it all it was in the, with gack. Because then Kramer shows up with the change from the Italian, uh, yeah. you know, the the the, the uh, yeah, Cal- Cal- place. He goes, "You gack," and then he just hits him. He goes, "This is for you," and he hits him with the, the giant bag of change. It's in my top ten. It's in my top ten. I have all, I have my top like eight all saved on my DVR now. Really? Yeah, because I'll just be like I'll catch it on and I'll go click. What what did you did you say what your favorite one is? Non fat yogurt. Oh yeah, that's right. Non-fat yogurt. I love is great. non-fat. I love how Kramer keeps calling Jerry fat the whole time in different ways. Yeah. Hey, Chubbs, I got a ninety in biology. You keep calling me Chubbs all the time. You're gonna be walking home. <laughs> the the glasses, the glasses is great. With the, one, the goes, glasses. Hey, Dwayne. He goes. All right, we'll talk to you. And he goes, I he goes. I got that guy off sugar. And then one of the best lines ever is he walks up to George. He goes, George, with the glasses I know, on. He goes, pretzel. And he goes, May I have one of those, madam? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, what? They're ladies' class. This is right here, Gloria Vanderbilt collection. <laughs> but we could do this. We could do this literally do all, all day. day. So we did it. Yeah, we had Chunnel. We had Rochelle. Rochelle, a young woman's journey, erotic journey from the London Mins. Prognosis right. negative. Death blow. Which prognosis negative is actually a script oh, that Larry David wrote. Yeah. Did you know that? 
Larry David. I told her that earlier. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. She knows it well, now. Well, I do love the Easter eggs of when the movie, quote-unquote, is playing and it's Larry's voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can hear him in Shunnel. In Shunnel, he goes, everybody get in the channel. That's when they go with uh, Susan and she gets mad at them for talking the whole time. Yeah, because he's like... She's like What's that guy doing in the channel? So that must be the movie phone one because he screws up the movie times because I'm yes, because Kramer the movie phone. Yes. And there's also Hello. a show at eight. Why don't you just tell me the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brown Eyed Girl. That's oh, one. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, there's a bunch of them. There's one. Oh, it's oh the, Mount, one with, the one that he does Nicholas the ad Cage. for. There's yeah. no, no. There's no. Uh, no, not Nicholas Cage. It's Kevin a, Bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he goes, "There's oh, no. There's nothing higher than Mountain High." <laughs> <laughs> There's no better high than Mountain High. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a great so one. Brown Eyed Girl. Uh, and then the whole English Patient episode, which is uh, a real movie. But it's but a real movie, though. Yeah, I think about the fake movies. Yeah. There's a few I know we're forgetting. What was the other one we were talking about? It's not Death Blow, but it's like... Go Death Blow! Um, go on! Here we go Death Blow! That's what he says. When he sits down, he goes, Here we go Death Blow! And he's like, I think I was filming it next to him. What is the movie that they're seeing in the episode where they're all trying to meet each other? Oh, great Wait. question. Because it's like... That's Rochelle Rochelle on one hand. Right, but there's a movie that is yes. like... Supposedly came out and we didn't see. Because that's the comic. And then it's like, oh, there's going to be another screen. It's like Millennium something... Hey, about, did you see Rochelle Rochelle? I hear it's really hot. <laughs> Barry Diamond, comic. <laughs> My guy's a comic in real life, Barry Diamond. That guy was great. That's the guy who goes, Jerry. Play it in an annoying comic perfectly. I know 10 of those guys. Absolutely. Well, that's the one where he goes, Jerry, can you take my jacket for the so summer? So funny. So funny. And he goes, I'm going to drop that on you this winter. What? The j- <laughs> I'm going to yeah. drop when you're unsuspecting. I'm going to go, Sean, I have to ask you a favor. Can I keep my jacket in your closet? <laughs> Jerry, I want you to have this piece of material. <laughs> I can't do the voices. I can't do the voices. <laughs> but we could do this all day. Um, I think we're in danger of doing it all yeah, day. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, yeah. We do have a great matchup today, but before we get to that, we uh, I watched a bunch because we ha- we've been gone, we've gone for two for weeks. A couple I missed weeks, you, yeah. buddy. And you were away. And I, I was, was away. away. I was on the road. So I took in four new things. We can just tap, touch on both of them lately, but Gabby, you're our guest, and we were talking about, you saw a few things recently. Yes. One I of see. which we argued about. Yes. Which you want to argue about it again? You can well, bring it up. We can just say your reason. Um... I saw Joker last weekend, or maybe the weekend before, and I did not fancy it. Really? That's I thought you were going to live in color as hated it. <laughs> <laughs> why? Um, why didn't you like it? If I can ask. So I, I totally can see somebody not like. A lot I of people can. didn't like it. A lot of people thought it was too violent. Who did you go with? Because me, we went together and we were skipping afterwards. Um, <laughs> two of my girlfriends. Did they not like it? Also. I think one of them did, one of them didn't. Because I feel like sometimes when you go with people, yes, they can your, they influence your you. Opinion yeah, is yeah, yeah. Colored by the yeah, totally. You can almost feel their energy of not liking it. Yeah, yeah. you go. Yeah, I guess so. You may only. I that, love but. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, and I thought he was great in see, it. See that that troubles me then because I don't see how you couldn't it like the troubling. movie because <laughs> I don't think I, you couldn't like the movie because the whole thing was just a character study of right. Okay, so here's the thing: it's not like I was like bored watching it. I just kind of didn't feel anything. Oh, okay. Huh. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. That's fine. I, I, just, I'm, I, I could say I a lot of people didn't like it. I wasn't invested 
I thought I did think it was a little violent. Maybe I'm a violence prude. I was really <laughs> disturbed by the um, late show killing. Well, yes, yeah, so yeah, is it's, I. It's, it's supposed to be. It's disturbing. super disturbing. It's weird how they do it because he shoots him real quick, yeah. and there's not any dr- drama to it. He just right. shoots him, and he's there. That's why it's It's also they misdirect you. So hard yes, because they do. he acts out what he's going to do, kill, kill himself. You're expecting that to go down, and then and I almost I, know, I, I almost it. didn't even expect him to kill himself. I thought maybe he'd end up in a shootout with the security or something. Yeah. I thought something was going to come to a foot, and then he, you know, he has to like get out of there. I don't know what I thought. I just did not think he would turn I three feet. Well, hold on, we're, we're, we're glossing over come to a foot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is this... <laughs> Wait, what? What did so I say? To a head. I thought something say. was going to come to a foot. I'm doing a. I don't know if that. that. I, I, I don't know if that math adds up. I just I translated say. it in my head. No, it's something's a foot. Uh, something's something's a, foot. a foot. The combination and come to a head. To a foot. All right, sorry. <laughs> I I worked out today. I'm very tired. Well, can I ask you a question Shoot. about the film? Are we supposed to think that he killed his neighbor? Uh, it's up for debate. I There's a lot of people that think that he did. I don't think he I did. I don't did either. think he did because why would we not see that? Well, because that part is all psychologically in his head. Right. A lot of people are also saying, um, did he even see her when he went back to her apartment? Where I it was like, no, because they would have no. shown that. But no, when she you, comes in, you mean? He has a history of not, of the, with the uh, the little guy. He was like, you're the only one nice to me. And she, that's what she wasn't mean to him. That's why I think was, he didn't yeah, do exactly. it. That's right. why I think he did it. Because she, she wasn't mean to him at all. And she was just like, just freaked out by him. Yeah. To be honest, and I believe me, I never get, I didn't, didn't know Sixth Sense. I don't yeah. get things. I, right. I'm along for the ride with I'm movies. I'm a literalist I knew well. that, right. I knew that she was not his girlfriend in the movie. Like, I knew right away. When the, the conversation they have when she comes to the door and she's like, were you following me? Like, I didn't think of that as playful at all. I was like, he's dreaming yeah, yeah. this right now. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just knew it right away that I bought but when he when she goes to the hospital with him I was like no this well is that a lot happening. of people were right. like yeah, oh, that's yeah. when I came out of it yeah Pumped the brakes on this relationship mom in the hospital <laughs> but I think that the Reese's fact first. that he let the little guy go is the same reason yeah that I, I, you know, we, we've talked about this a lot in the, the show, but there's, I think the the, the the apartment scene, I think, is the last real thing that happened in the movie. I, yes. I, I am convinced of that, mm-hmm. and I think the theory. We talked about this on the show, didn't we? Yeah, we've, a, I know. Sorry, guys, we've done a lot of Joker. Yeah, we, there's a whole we theory of the whole third act, the whole right. the whole show scene is in his head. Well, you get the I joke, think- you it's a joke you wouldn't understand. At uh, the very end. At the end, why do, why do they have that scene at the end? It's so supplemental. He's already the Joker. He's on top of the car. He's doing the Christ complex. I thought that last, that very last scene was tacked on as well. Uh, I, think, I loved the footprints. I, I, I mean, mean, and the keys that, it's really kind cool. Of way. It's really cool. No, yeah. I, I liked <clears throat> that looking at it artistically, whatever, but I did think it didn't, it you made know, more sense to end with him on the car. You know what Gabby is right now? Well, she's English patienting us, and we're we love we're Peterman, <laughs> and she's Elaine. Yeah, we love everybody else. Loves I'm going to get fired. And she hates like it. Elaine. I will say, I got one. I was in a completely full theater. I got one very solid laugh, like fully cackled in the theater. I'm playing with that thing. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it was the mic flag for context. Um, I want to know if it's the same part we had laughed out loud. Well, he drops the gun at the hospital. No. Oh, we both cackled. <laughs> we lost our minds. That was, that, and he just goes, shh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was genuinely funny. But when he pulls out item by item oh, yeah. the fridge 
and then oh, yeah. and then simply gets inside. <laughs> that was I as- was so just befuddled that I had to laugh. That was improv. He wasn't supposed to do that. Uh-huh. He that just makes did it, it even funnier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Weirdo. Apparently, the whole the whole. Todd Phillips and all of them were just watching him do it like in awe like what the hell is going on that's great yeah and that's why uh, here this will be worth it while we're talking about it because we should stop talking about it because yes, we talk we so much about it uh, there's definitely going to be a sequel I, I read that yesterday. I saw that online people probably know but that's a little bit of a news I dad. just read it from Sammy's post Oh, 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 Sam Merrill's post? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, where he wants to be more in the movie. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it's about. It's about Sam doing a set on the Joker set. <laughs> relax, Sam. Fucking, this great movie. He's like, maybe next time I can do more than one joke. It's like, relax. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the biggest grossing film of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. He was in it, though. His jokes were in it. But, yeah, he got some... Sp- but little. there's definitely going to be a, a sequel, which is pretty cool. I, I hope they tiptoe with it, man, because I don't fuck it up. I don't think they... You know what? I can't say it. Yeah, who Every time I do that, on those big shoes. <laughs> I mean, hey. tread lightly. All right, and Clown read joke. for everything to come afoot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm an idiot. Um, well, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, we both liked it, but that's okay. And you saw something else you didn't. I love. wasn't bored. It's it's better to not like something to be, than to be bored. I think. Which brings us to your second film, right? God, I sound like a hard ass. Um, I saw the Lighthouse. Also, oh, see, I haven't seen it because I think I'm going to be bored watching it. I kind of you know think what? that too. But Sitting in this room with you, you two guys could have starred in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> two old salt. Yeah. <laughs> we, we called the Longshoreman. Yeah, like the Captain McAllister from The Simpsons. <laughs> I know nothing about the sea. Willem Dafoe. Great actor. And Robert Pattinson. Uh, I heard he's oh, great. Actually, I'm probably the Robert Pattinson. Right, sure. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> um, well, here's the thing. I agree with you. I don't have any interest to see it, but I hear both of their performances are fantastic. So the entire movie, they are the only two people. Yeah. Which is Yeah, which is hard to pull off. That's quite That's a, a lift. tough go. Yeah. And it never leaves the island that they're lighthousing on <laughs> um, that they're illuminating that's I different was, from gaslighting I was, really, yeah, yeah. I was really glad I saw it because it's black and white it's like small format I don't know how to say that do you usually like those types of movies no I never really see those types of you know, those types of movies don't really come out anymore you have to watch yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, um, so I was glad I saw it and I was glad I saw just these two guys the whole time just carrying this movie used two guys and it's definitely you're not bored and it's oh time. really because I'm worried are you being serious oh I thought you were being sarcastic <laughs> no no I was worried about the pacing of the film so, no it's their descent into madness I love a good descent and, into oh, madness film it's that's a, cool. I don't think this is really I do I love a good dissension I don't think, I don't think it's that like it's a genre <laughs> it is it kind of is a subgenre because I love a great well, the, what I, I mean Shining like, Joker it's absolutely well, a subgenre this is the subgenre is they're out there and they slowly realize no one's coming to get them and they're on this remote island together. I, on a completely non sequitur, mm-hmm. one of my favorite, I love bathroom graffiti, like living in the East Village. Mm-hmm. I just love like those dive bar bathrooms and, graf- you know, people scribble whatever. Have any spray yeah. Paint. My favorite one, I have a picture with it. I have it on the last page of my website on my contact page. It just says a picture that says, No one is coming for you. It's okay. Oh, really? I love it. It yeah. was just like, I took a picture of my favorite thing. You know, it's interesting because in a bathroom, that's kind of a reassuring sentiment. Yeah, unless no you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, relax. Take a poop. Don't worry about it. Don't no, I'm coming for you. Now, yeah. 
But that's like, but it, I think there's also, whenever you have one of those movies that taps into a fear that everybody has, mm-hmm. which, like, that's why Castaway was kind of like that. It was like the thing where it's like, maybe nobody's coming for him. Yeah. All that, anything on a on your stranded right. island, anything is like, a little, uh, oh my God, you're putting yourself in the place of those dudes. Yeah, Would pro- you say it's a waiting for Godot kind of take? If you've ever, to get a little lofty, it's, you know, the plot of Waiting for Godot is these two guys, they're literally waiting, waiting, waiting for Godot, Mm -hmm. a guy they've never met before. So the idea of him gets built up so much in their head that the guy can never live up to it, but then he just never comes. Well, you know, so way. it's like, oh, that's, wow. wait, that's like the, you know, waiting for, that's waiting One for One of the go. conflicts of the movie is Read that, book, you, you, know, you know what I call that? I call that, uh, me meeting a girl on Bumble. That's what I, that's what I, <laughs> I, I waited for Godohar and then I build it up, build it up, and then we never meet up. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. Well, let's play right that. <laughs> it's just a, it's like an internet date. You know, never... a studio would buy a 21st century take. Uh, away. Totally. <laughs> waiting for it. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Sponsored absolutely by right. Bumble. All right, we're yeah. copywriting that, so nobody steal it. That's yeah. ours. <laughs> um, but what did you watch, Andy? I watched a really great, touching, heartfelt movie, The Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, oh okay. highest grossing you know what's independent me? film of the year. No way. I really? did not know that, and I think our buddy. Uh, Mike Feeney, former guest of the podcast, yeah, still completely wrong about. He did it? No, no, he's not in it. He recommended it. Oh, to he me. recommended it. To you. He's still wrong about uh, Catch Me <laughs> I If went, You Can. I went real big with that guess. <laughs> I'm like, no, he defended Catch Me If You Can on this podcast. He's not in the highest independent grossing film of the year. You know what's um, keeping me away from it? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling, but he's good, and it's. So you know it. It's a story you guys no, both know. It. It's I don't a know story now. The plot is uh, he plays kind of a fisherman, kind of outlaw, kind of kid who's down on his luck. He's like stealing lobster traps. It takes place in Louisiana, and the uh, B story is that there's a kid with Down syndrome who his family left him, and the only state, the only resources the state has is to put him in a old folks home. So he, his roommate is Bruce Dern, who's great. Just is Bruce Dern's fantastic. Oh, my God. Bruce and Dern in Nebraska is one of the best things I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Sounds like um, a tearjerker. Do you know they're making Nebraska, yeah. too? Are they really? No. Uh, <laughs> Nebraska, too. South Dakota. <laughs> Gabby, go that flow. With the zinger. Um, go that flow. so the kid... Can we go that flow? <laughs> So the kid basically wants uh, has been watching the same pro wrestling tape for ten years, and it's this it's it's an advertisement for this wrestling school, and it's basically the story of the kid escaping the old folks' home, and he hides out on this boat, and then Shia LaBeouf's character is there's like a hot pursuit of him getting away from the guys who he stole from. Yeah. And then he discovers the kid on his boat and then the movie goes from there. And it's really well it's like I was reluctant at first as well, but then I loved it. It's a really like fun. It's I I hate using the word heartfelt again, but it's it's good. just that's what it's it good. is. It's deeply weird it sounds. <laughs> it's a it's little strange, like, oh, but that's like, what you want. That's what you yeah. want. Um, but you know what it is when, they, when in a world where every story has been told, right. if you have something kind of inventive, you want that. And you need a couple guys garden a light out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I so watched I something it. as well. It was really good. Highly recommended. 
I watched uh, Rear Window again. Uh, I haven't seen it in some years. Uh, but my, uh, I, I, Criterion Collection. That's our Dutch for you. We're Dutch um, in the Cool Breeze, by the way. Dutch in the Cool Breeze. So, I, it's my favorite Hitchcock movie. I haven't yeah, watched it in a little it. while. It's so it's great. good what he does in this movie. And it's cool. To, it's, it's, it's good to see Jimmy Stewart and like not that. It's just, just like... Well, it's, it's, it's good. It's not that... He's bedridden, not bedridden. He's in a wheelchair the entire. It's the, the almost the whole movie takes place and it's one set. Right. It's, the whole thing's one set. Yeah, I just the tension. The tension is, is so is so good. But the first time I ever saw. But it, here's the, the, my point about Jimmy Stewart is that everybody's just oh yeah, what a wonderful life. It's right. just like. And you have some money, and you know, oh and, no, and, and, yeah, and Bill's house and Fred's house. Like, oh, no, no he's serious. Jimmy Stewart, he's 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 brilliant. Well, Hitchcock is that him running around is responsible. You know? Anything different for for Stewart right, right, right. is Hitchcock because he did Vertigo, he did North by uh, Northwest, North by Northwest. So even those but those are more straight up than this. This is a little bit more. It's a little bit deeper, I think. Like their relationship is deeper. It's Grace Kelly, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, and, it, and she's like Grace. Princess Grace, Princess Grace Kelly, you, if you please. Yeah, but I. <laughs> You believe this guy? Uh, know who the princesses are? Um, Monica. So no, but I—you're absolutely right. Like the the tension. First time I ever saw this movie. I think I've talked about this in the show before. First time I ever saw it was on like I was at my grandmother's house in Jersey, and we're just it was on TV. And we're watching it. <laughs> nanny, we called her Nanny. I was and, uh, and what you were watching it, and I'm like, I got like. I was so zoned in on it, I got like scared of the movie. Like it was scary. Like it was kind of suspenseful. It's yeah. a thriller. Yeah, it's a, but it's like still works. A lot of movies like that can't pull that off fifty years later. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you're like, ah, this is corny. It's old. Whatever it is. That's when this you know movie, the classics, man. Yeah, yeah. I got sucked into Cool Hand Luke again. I, it's so fucking. I watched Psycho again. <gasps> oh, recently. I have a present for you, and I didn't bring it. Oh. Damn it! Let oh. me tell you what it is. Ah, uh, yeah, because I just kind of said Cool Hand Luke, and it made you think of something. I did. It definitely did. It's a book called uh, the, <gasps> the the Last Golden Age of Hollywood about oh, all the, about I love all, it the already. Se- all the seventies movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he knows that's my decade. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll bring it next all time. Right, I'll bring it this weekend for Christmas. Too. You don't have to give me anything. Yeah, but the holidays are coming up. Uh, and then real quick, I watched yesterday the movie oh, the where, Beatles which is movie. why he said, "Hey Jude," in the beginning. Oh yeah, it's the, there's a universal blackout, and then everybody wakes up, but this one guy. Is the only person who remembers the Beatles, and he's a struggling musician. Oh, so yeah. So he can play all the songs, and like he's starting to remember. Yeah, what is it called? Yesterday. Oh, it's called Yesterday. yesterday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it wasn't bad. It was a good. I watched it with my mom, and we both had fun. You're just like, yeah, the Beatles. Jesus Christ. Was it they, funny or no? It's not really a comedy. It's not oh. meant to be funny. It's, oh, it sounds it's like more a about. Well, it's light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah. than like jokey. You know what I mean? And everybody, but he's the only one that remembers the Beatles. Yeah, and so like he's already a struggling musician, and then this catapults him mine, yeah. once he, he just starts know, doing Beatles. Songs. He starts doing Beatles songs as his own. That's yeah. a comedy to me. That's well, I mean, there's funny I mean, moments, it's, but it's not it's meant a, to be it, right. because it takes a little kind of darker turns. Yeah, oh, it's okay. absurdist, but it's not necessarily right, right. comedic. Yeah, and then um, I flipped on Shawshank again for the millionth time, and I wasn't watching the whole thing. But it was just that scene where he finally gets all the things from the state, you know, all the records and everything like and that. And he locks the bathroom. And, and uh, the opera. The guard, Guard Wiley. Do you know who that is? Oh, it's a comic. It's not a, not comic. a comic. No, it's a. Uh, it starts with a. Uh, Duncan! Duncan! <laughs> Wait, is that <laughs> who it is? Yeah, Don McManus. <laughs> it's the same guy. <laughs> By the way, Gabby, that worked out perfectly because I was hoping Sean was going to kind of know who it was, right. just so I could know. It starts with a. Right, right, right. He was almost 
there. He had to be like 80% of the way there for that tour. Wait, is that really him? It's the same guy because then I looked it up on IMDb. It's absolutely the same oh, guy. I love so funny. discovering that. Yeah. That is so funny. It starts with uh, Duncan. <laughs> What's that? I made my first million. Yeah, it really oh, was yeah. not hard either. What do you got there? Canvas? <laughs> oh, wait. Can I give another quick shout out? Of course. I watched only the first 20 minutes by design of a little classic called Beethoven. Ah! Uh, with Charles Grodin. Charles, Charles Grodin, Grodin. Whose daughter we know very well. Marion. Yes. She's a comic. She is a comic. Well, her dad was fabulous in that movie. Oh, yeah. He's also great in Midnight Run, which is one of the best Run. I mean, Charles Grodin is... who the two dog nappers are? No. No. Is it Brad Garrett? No, who is it? Oliver Platt is one. Yes, uh, Oliver Platt, who I love. Stanley Tucci? Stanley Tucci. <laughs> then, then not too far after that, they made Impostors together. They Charles make, Grodin. They make movies together. They made Big Night, and they made The Impostors. The Impostors is great. Incredible. Charles Grodin is, is some of the driest, sarcastic comedy. It's, he's got one of my favorite lines in all of cinema history. The way he says it with such... Almost loathing what? when they're trying to think of the name for the dog, right. and he goes, "You call him Ding Dong Head for whatever." Yeah, <laughs> you call him Ding Dong Head. He wouldn't know the so difference. So resentful of this adorable little fluffy. Puppy. I just get thinking that I go, "Ding Dong Head." Yeah, he's what good at playing a curmudgeon. Yes. He's good at playing yeah, yeah. Like an asshole. The in-laws. Also, original. Uh, one of my in-laws. favorites, Clifford. You think Clifford? He's a dad. Clifford the big he's red the dog. uncle in Clifford. Oh he's yeah, really not Clifford the big red dog. dog. Movie, no, 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 not Clifford the big red dog. No. Martin Short plays a little boy called Clifford. Oh it's my god! So amazing. Okay, yeah, it's very absurd. It's, it's very absurd, but it's so funny. Well, it's time. We haven't done the meats and the pizza in a while. I feel like we just haven't mentioned it. We've obviously done the said segment. Meats and the pizza. Said the we haven't said it. Yeah. So it is that time. It is about that time, and we have a big one. We have a very passionate one. I'm gonna yeah, take, Gabby I'm came gonna, in guns blazing. I'm going to take kind of a knee because you guys are way more passionate about this. All right, this you can kind of mediate. I'll, I'll mediate. Uh, oh. we're, we're doing a, a big matchup tonight. And also, I'll say, after coming off of your first episode of Big Lebowski versus Rudy, we've come a long way. This is actually yeah. a perfect <laughs> yeah. It's a perfect matchup. Absolutely. I think it's a perfect matchup. Are we doing Andy? You'll be defending? Annie Hall, the 1977 and Woody Allen classic. That's correct. And Gabby. Which one are you to be defending? In this corner, we will have When Harry Met Sally, the oh! highly superior 1989 oh, I told you. I told you. <laughs> it's weird because Andy kept saying this is a good-natured debate, but then he kept popping up in corners today, just dragging his index finger <laughs> across his throat <laughs> in a menacing fashion. So you're the guest. Let's go, let's jump to you for just get a starting point. Why? We'll just we'll just get right to it. Why are you saying it's better than any hall? You can talk also talk about your love for it. Why do you love it so? much and why do you like it so much better than Annie Hall Ooh, oh, I thought you were going to have an opening salvo prepared well no <laughs> I was told it was informal it um, is informal I think the biggest oh yeah say what you, you want you can do, give me a point and then I'll, we can point, point counterpoint it we can point counterpoint it if you want but I just thought maybe if you start talking about it you'll remember more stuff and you'll think about more details well I think the biggest thing is the warm feeling it produces, and that is <laughs> the hackiest, corniest thing I could say. But no, no, I mean, these movies, movies are, are built supposed for to that. elicit yeah. emotion. For and that, it's the perfect Sunday afternoon movie. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, they end up together. They, I think is a big point in its favor in the genre. Okay, and I'll counterpoint that with I like how in Annie Hall they don't end up together because I feel like for the majority of relationships like that, mm-hmm. that's the more honest ending. 
That's the dreamboat ending. We ended up together after 12 years of bullshit. Yeah. We end up together. Most relationships don't succeed when it's, this, you know, like that. Because you're both coming from two schools of thought. You're coming from the. I'm like, in my experience, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's way more realistic. But what you're coming from is the, like, I. Because you started off with warm feeling. It gives me a warm feeling. And, and what happens? The comic in me immediately comes out. You're like, I like the misery of the movie. Uh, but I, I also would. You know, there's so many of that. But here, what you also have to bring up is this about when Harry met Sally. It was the it, like as far as the, those types of movies goes, like mm-hmm. rom coms. Yes. You see how ridiculous rom coms have got. At least that it's more based in reality than a lot of these other ones that come out yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it it, it it gives you a good feeling at the end because of the ending with it. Right. But, but at the same time, it uh, that's it's and that's not out of the question that they might end up together. It's like that kind of thing where it's like it's a believable happy ending. But what happens way more in life is what Andy's saying with Annie yeah. Hall. Where it's a like, lot more failure than success. The dark yeah. thing about Annie Hall to me is the prevailing theory is the I would never want to be a part of any club that would have me as a member. I, would uh, never. I don't know if it's prevailing. I think more of a prevailing thing is that we all have our Annie Hall. It's like we all have one that's like that where you thought this was going to be the love of your life. With that being said, I think it's more of a vehicle for a failed... Re- yeah, it's not meant to be successful. And also, I but like it more sometimes when it's... You always expect people to get together. I like twists, where he's just like, you thought he was going to end up with Annie, but he doesn't. And yeah. I like that. But it, here's the thing, though, and I, I don't, and you, you you interject. I don't want to hog the mic here, but what I'm saying, when it comes to Annie Hall... To be, I watched it for the first time today. Okay, which is mind blowing. Yeah, me. I know he was he was freaking out. When I told him that. But the thing about it is, it is it's it's in the lexicon, at least amongst comics. Maybe it's a comic thing. As far as relationship movies go, it is like in that uh, that world of like the top. Relationship movie of all well, time. Well, yeah, and also he's a comic. <laughs> and he's a comic <laughs> in the movie. Which explains a lot. Yeah. Conflict. Yeah, right, exactly. So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, I think it depends on what you, I think there's there's room for both, but it depends on what you want to happen at the end of the, okay. the thing. It's also a thing when you watch, you watch it, and I'm like, when I watch When Harry Met Sally, they do set you up with the with the, the mm-hmm. sugar so much that you're like, I want to see them get together. You don't you don't mind that they don't get together in any hall. I, I was, I'm not as broken up that they didn't get together. Do you because know what I mean? I think in Annie Hall, part of you, I mean, I have a very strong affection for Diane Keaton, and all do. There is no Meg Ryan without Diane Keaton, I would argue. Absolutely. There's no when oh. Harry met Sally without there, Annie Hall. There's not. He's absolutely, absolutely right. He, you're absolutely right. You're, I'm kind, I kind of find myself wanting Annie to get away from Alvy. Yeah. He's so neurotic and yes. impossible. And and he's just a sub. He's just, he's just he's a subtle asshole. Is what he is. Oh yeah, and right. absolutely. Even the thing about like, well, take that's... the classes, do this, do that. You know. Adult education. <laughs> push, push, it's so funny. The, sh- the movie's so funny, yes, but it's, it's like so funny. he's pushing her into stuff that ends up being like, oh, you just don't want to tell her outright to do these things. So you're put- like, if you want to really is that gaslighting, there's a definitely a a power imbalance yeah there. he's like well, influencing that's her the part of i don't want to be with anybody who wants to be a part of a club right I'm it. that's that part um it's almost like once he molded her into what he wants then that's when he realizes they can yeah. be together or something. Uh, i don't which know i think a lot of people sometimes you find out a lot of times when you achieve something it's a big letdown you go right. oh i didn't 
I thought it was going to be so much better than this. Or, or this for a lot of people, perfect. Uh, yeah, exactly. Only X. Right. Uh, it's like sometimes, and this happens a lot in relationships. You think you like sometimes the idea of the person better yes. than the actual yeah. person themselves. Which is crazy to get into that far of a relationship with somebody if that's the case. Because it's one of those things where it's like some people just like the work of trying to change somebody, mm-hmm. and then when the work's done, you're like, oh my, my, right, my work right, is right. done. <laughs> I knew a girl that I used to work with that was like, oh, every guy I've dated, I've tried to change, and I'm like, that sounds awful to me. Like I'm not saying if the guy's an asshole, yeah, change. You want to make him more, you know, of a, a good guy sure, or whatever sure. it is. But like, yeah, like I'm like, oh, no more so Axe body spray. I take like, people. That's a good- <laughs> I think it depends on what you do. If you take people how they are, I take people how they are. Absolutely. I don't, not that I'm saying you're not you like, but I think to. comics are different too. Which we're so hypersensitive to things and so observant. That's a take things as they are. Is if you come across as any sort of phoniness or otherwise, we'll immediately like ah, I don't deal with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that's you a very real, comic mentality yeah. to have. You want to go like that is a good person and a lot better than us. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you want to cut through the bullshit is what it is. But you can make the argument when you're watching a movie. I want a movie. Like I like the idea that oh my god they might. and the way that when Harry Met Sally is set up, mm-hmm. you don't know if they're going to end up together at the end. I agree. Because it's so reminiscent yeah. of Annie Hall. It's almost a turn on Annie Hall by having them end up together. Right. It's sure. almost, you're almost I mean, being like it's, it's like the inverse of Annie Hall. Exactly. I'm starting. I out mean, as but friends. it's a blatant. It's, it's not a. It's, not it's a, a it's influ- it's influence. It starts with it had to be you piano over the exact same font. Okay, that's what we in the biz call an homage. <laughs> you know, or Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner. Rob, Rob Reiner. Reiner. Rob Reiner, whose dad was Carl Reiner, who was in the Sid Caesar writing room with Woody Allen. Okay. All right. And now was Kevin sound- Bacon there? He fucking idiot. <laughs> that means nothing. Waiting for Godot. Um, <laughs> Waiting for Bumble. But I will say, okay, so I, Annie Hall, I think, is funnier. Uh, I'm not a huge Billy Crystal guy. Oh. A lot, a lot of people Sandy. are. That one pained Gabby. That one hurts Sandy. Uh, What's not to like about Mr. William Crystal? Uh, well, I mean, I was more specifically his role in the... In When Harry Met Sally. See, he has some of the best deliveries to me in that movie. Yeah, it's him delivering Woody Allen lines as Billy Crystal. It's a lot, you know... But if it's, it's, but to be fair, thing, though, is, that's what people do. I think it's like something like... But he's not doing an impression. He's no, not doing an like impression of Woody Allen. The, uh, the, when Larry David did a Woody Allen, what was, it's very funny, but it's Larry David mm-hmm. doing Woody Allen. And oh, in one of the movies, which yeah, movie what's the name of it? It's got such so many funny lines. Oh, like the fish in the dark, or whatever it's no, called. No, it's called that's the play. What's the worst that could happen, or some bullshit like that. Oh, I didn't see oh, it. Yeah. Yes, whatever works. Whatever works. I never watched it's it. It's actually really funny. But, that, but if he's doing an impression of Woody Allen, I don't think Billy Crystal's doing an impression of Woody Allen. No. In the, that is him. Okay, but... He's owning it. He, he, he's he, a different guy. He's like masculine. But the and, lines you can tell are just. <laughs> Kind of written in just not in as an homage. Yeah, he's a Jewish guy writing it, Jewish guy acting it. It's the, it's the, it comes from the Jewish family of humor. I know, right, but does it? Totally. It just feels like Annie Hall ten years later. It feels like Annie Hall two. So we have two Annie Halls. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yes, yeah. and that's fine. But my point is, the one is better than the other for what we do here. I'm defending mine. I think when it comes, it depends. It also it's one of those things where it, it's it's completely dependent on if you're a Woody Allen fan. And I am a Woody that's Allen fan. That's true. He's definitely an acquired taste. Which I don't know, Gabby. Is he? Do you like his films? Or I mean, do you like Annie Hall? We actually didn't even ask you. I do. I love Annie Hall. Okay. And I, some of the, all of those lines, almost are so funny. I mean, 
it's all right. We can walk to the curb from here. Yeah. And she parks the car. Um, the guy comes up and he goes, we asked him a question. He goes, we use a vibrating egg. And he goes, I asked a psychopath. I got a psychopath. Right. Answer. And <laughs> something that's become like kind of a show of affection between my dad and I is saying to each other, you're what Grammy Hall would call a real Jew. <laughs> a real New York Jew. Christopher Walken cameo. Uh, oh, great. He played a psychopath. A lot of great cameos in Cameo Hall. You got a very young Jeff Goldblum. Well, I didn't want to do this to you. But I'm going to have to pull my trump card. Pull your trump card. Carrie Fisher and Bruno Kirby as the friends of Harry and Sally. That's a good matchup. Well, all right. I got Christopher Walken. Everybody loves Jeff Goldblum. Paul Simon. Yeah. He might have you beat him on, <laughs> on the cameos. It was just, just those three. And I'm trying. I think and Christopher Walken. And, well, he's not a cameo. He's Max. Think of the mathematical possibilities. Such a great line. <laughs> well, a thing I really appreciate about When Harry Met Sally is the conversations between the women in the movie. Okay. And she has these two friends, Carrie Fisher and Unknown Redhead. And, and there you see the uh, also, so Nora Ephron written. Right. Big Carrie Fisher collaborator, Postcards from the Edge. Yeah. But here's the thing. She brought up a good point. That, which uh, has no relevance on this conversation. No, whatsoever. but <laughs> the point is, do you think, like, the maybe guys like Annie Hall better than women do? Is there oh, a thing that's with... that's a great point. Is there... An, is Annie Hall, do you feel like... Hold on. Is Are Diane we about Keaton, to write an insightful movie about <laughs> the differences between men and women based on... Yeah, what is there made? <laughs> but do you find that, like... Do you think Diane Keaton, like, she's not represented as much as as Meg Ryan yeah, is represented I mean, in, in Harry Met Sally? There, yeah, there's no... In her life there. And in When Harry Met Sally, you know, I'm thinking of the scene where they're all at lunch together. Um, and Carrie Fisher, one of her great recurring lines through the film is she's having an affair with a married man. And she, her friends keep saying, he's never going to leave his wife. And she keeps going, you're right, you're right. I know you're right. And she says that so many times. And yeah. if you're a woman who has tried to get your friend out of a bad relationship, you can totally hear that. Yeah. And they're sitting at the table at lunch. Um, Talking about someone to set Sally up because she's just broken up with her boyfriend who is played by Bruno Kirby. No, Stanley Tucci, son of <laughs> U.S. President Gerald Ford. Oh, really? His son is Sally's boyfriend. Oh, I didn't know that. Trivia. It, I never knew look, that. Now that you know that, they look exactly the same. But oh wow, they're talking about um, getting married and stuff and. Carrie Fisher goes, you know, talking about some guy that's just gotten divorced. You don't want to wait too long. Look at so and so. Him and his wife got divorced. Everyone said, give him time. And next thing we knew, he was dead. And Sally goes, so you're saying I should get married in case he's about to die? And the other friend goes, at least you could say you were married. It's very much like that. And the scene where she's crying and she goes, I'm going to be 40. And Billy Crystal says, in eight years. And she goes, yeah, but it's out there. That's, that's pretty it's, yeah. it's great. It's in women's heads in that Right, way. right, right. See, that, and it makes sense because a, a woman wrote one of them and a Absolutely. man wrote the other one. And, but, so I think that might be, that might be part of it, you know? It may be, like, that's the way that, like, the, like, the ending, what do you think of the ending of When Harry Met Sally? Like, like it's, 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 very, it's very, it's very movie rel- magic. I'll relent a point, too. It's a little easy. I will say that. I, it would have been, I don't know. But it's also, like, one of the, like, they, it's when they started having it like that, like, the countdown to New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. we meet right. up kind of thing. Like, New before... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's why it's not... You're thinking of it in corny terms as, like, I'm this not. year. You have to think I'm not. If you I, saw that in 1989, I, yeah, it would be there like, weren't people running on New Year's Eve. Yes. This was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, all right. And I also... Yeah, the amount of time 
it takes for them to get together, you're at this point you're going, All right, it's been twelve years, it's fuck already. You know what I mean? Or did they? And then, but that's also how relationship they, relationships work. I, that's what I'm like, saying. I was and like, that's wait, did they hook up and then not date? Is that? They I don't remember. Are friends? They they drive to New York together. I know, I know. But did they have sex they before have, they? They have yeah. sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, they kind of pull away from each other, and then didn't want to get, her get pregnant. In a big fight about it. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't gotten around to it in the past thirty years, yeah, turn it off uh, now. No. <laughs> um, and then. Sh- they they pull away because I think she thinks that he's being too casual about it. And then remember, he leaves all the messages on her voicemail and stuff, yep. trying to get her to be friends again. And then at the end, he runs to her at midnight, and they right. get together. And right. the last the last scene is those. Uh, I will say the couples. In you rank. can you spoil away. It's been thirty years. Yes. I'm no, no, no. The real, the real couple. The real couple. That's, that's a, a great Woody Allen thing. It's very Woody Allenish, but it's also great. It's it's great. Yeah. And here's the thing: like the you, we talk about sometimes in the podcast creating the trope. This created the trope. Yeah. Sure. Like I mean, that's why you can't get mad at the trope if it's the thing that created the trope. Can they be friends? I mean. That's okay, a good, but that's then, a good thesis well, for a movie. Can men and women ever be friends? That still goes on. You know, yeah, people yeah. have stand-up acts based on that. Yeah, stuff. totally. <laughs> um, I will relent to you the more famous scene. Uh, oh, the big one. Yeah. yeah nope, the no Cat's Deli. <laughs> no, I'll have, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you go to Cat's, you still see the sign hanging down. Yep. This is the sign. This is the spot. I think people still go. Like, absolutely. Like how absolutely. I'll give you that from, one. Celebrities from 30 years ago still draw and, and sell out comedy right. clubs on the road. That seat still brings people into Cat's. Absolutely. I guarantee you. Yes. Because there's a few, I mean, quasi-famous scenes in... Woody Allen, but I don't think the general population would know them as much as the orgasm scene in When Harry Met Sally. I'll give you that. There's also, you talk about tropes. There's a lot of things said in, uh, like, a lot of jokes that are in Annie Hall that have just become commonplace things people say. Yes. I, I can't come to mind now, but I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm watching it going, oh my God, this is where that's from. Oh my God. It's like very, even if it's like relationship type stuff, whatever <laughs> we can it is. walk to the curb. It's so funny. It's so good. Do you know one time I was parking? I did kind of that thing, and I, Dan Shackey, one of the my best friends and most sarcastic people mm-hmm. on earth. I parked far enough away from the curb. I was parking in. He goes, no, it's good. Now we can get a whole other car inside here. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things ever. I ever tell you about when I went to my, my friend, my friend, Mike Regan, <laughs> one of the best timing timed lines ever. My friend TJ wet had it. Cause my friend Mike Regan had a like 83 civic that was on its last. Like if you, if you open the door, like, it was, if he just started moving, it would make noise. So he pulls up. We pick up my friend TJ. My friend TJ gets in, looks around. He goes, "What is this new?" <laughs> 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 my favorite thing ever. But I will say this also, really quickly. Like the, the, they tried to recreate, uh, I think when Harry Met Sally with "Forget Paris." Do you remember "Forget Paris" with Billy Crystal? No. Which yes. might have one of the funniest scenes ever in a movie. William Hickey plays his father-in-law in that. It's not. And he's driving him. Is it Lorraine Bracco? No, it's no, not. But it's, uh, it's somebody it's who looks very Mercedes much like Mercedes Rule. Not Mercedes Rule. It's. Oh, I forget her name. Somebody, one of the defenders, will tell us when we yeah, yeah. tell us who the name of the woman. We can look it up, but I don't want it right now. But. Hit William Hickey uh, plays her father in it, and they're driving, and he's just he's saying all the signs. So he's uh-huh. going, "You asked for it, you got it, Toyota." <laughs> <laughs> and they kept doing that, and they do like the time lapse thing where Billy Crystal wants to jump out the window. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. Well, Annie Hall does have a serious leg up in form. 
with the time well, jumps I haven't even and brought the out little my card experimental yet. Uh, it depends on what you like sequences. it's like the Pulp Fiction of romantic well, comedies yeah and here's my trump card is uh, and this is not meant to be the end all be all but it's the best picture winner uh, was Which, when Harry Met Sally nominated or no? No, it I wasn't. Think so. the, I think it was only nominated for best original screenplay, and I don't even think it won. Okay, but okay. Defenders no, no. fact check that one. In the world, in the cinephile world, Annie Hall would yes. would, would beats up when Harry Met Sally. Objectively, but to this point too is why this is such a, it's such a strong movie. It's technically considered the only comedy to ever win Best Picture. Is that true? Yes, no comedies have really. Uh, the American Hustle win because that was considered a no. comedy, and that's I don't know that's why that was considered garbage movie. Such a oh, garbage I movie. Can't even it's horrible. Get it's so into bad. The Golden Globes. We're gonna put The Martian and comedy. Or oh yeah, yeah, that's exactly. right. Yeah, it's like oh, it's a musical. Know, I don't know like, why it qualifies for that. I like The Martian a lot actually. Oh, I have I have an aside yeah. that I want to talk about, but I want to finish this first. Oh, all right, sir. Uh, but um, what you call it? I uh, it, the place it, to be. It, it, it won- <laughs> the place to be. Let's go devil. No, but it won the Oscar. But here's the thing: what I'm saying is this: I really do think you have a fighting uh, yeah, chance. It's a good that matchup. It's a, like, it's, and it's not a movie. This is what I tell most of our guests, Gabby, is that I like when Harry Met Sally. We had the videotape from my entire childhood. Uh-huh. It's what we find a lot is that you end up defending and talking down to a movie you like because you have to yeah, defend the other movie. Yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> but it makes you realize what I, Annie Hall. Like I, you know, I just saw it the first time today. I don't know as much yeah, about it. Mind, that's mind-boggling it. I know, to me. it's crazy. I know. I don't. That. You know what I think it was? I think it was, and I don't usually do this, but when some people telling me, you got to see Annie Hall, you right. got to see it Annie Hall, it makes you less likely to see it. And then sometimes the hype can't match the... Exactly. Absolutely. I think that's what a lot of the Marvels are for me. Is like, that you I guys that. love him so much. I, yeah, I'm I like, love him. Yeah, yeah. with Scorsese on this one. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> but when it comes to when Harry Metzali, I feel mm-hmm. I, I feel you because I, I kind of like the narrative of Harry Metzali better. It, it was it, I. I, I, I love I, all of the relationship, and I love that the whole movie is. And Annie Hall is this way to an extent too, with the exception of the little devices. The whole movie is just people talking to each other. Yes. Walking yeah. down the street, talking to each other, talking to each other in restaurants. Sure. It's like Sorkin before Sorkin. And you really have to have a strong script to work on that. For, like, and if that. Yes. There are some. Th- I'm thinking of the scene where Harry's wife has just left him and he's at the Giants game and he's describing how she left him and they're continuing to do the wave. <laughs> and, it's like, and she said, I don't know if I ever loved you. And then they do the wave. <laughs> it's really funny. It also could be in a Woody Allen movie easily. You know? Yeah. They, they are very similar. Exactly my point, John. They're very similar, but I don't think it's a, I don't see it as a ripoff at all. I oh, see God. it as oh, its own thing. Please. I do. You're, so trying, saying, you're trying to please get You're saying, I am not. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing after this? Want to get some pastrami? Ah, a little cat's trip. Little cats. <laughs> Dude, I went to, I was walking, I, that show uh, we did at um, Parkside Lounge. Yeah. Like a two months ago or whatever. Yeah. I had to go over to the cellar after that, and I was like, you know what? I got time. I'm just going to walk it. I couldn't walk by cats. I went, no, nah, right, I'm going to go in. It was like 1030. I'm like, That's I'm really getting a sandwich. Good. And what'd you get? I got corned beef, actually. Corn beef. Yeah, I would get corned beef, yeah. Uh, but I just think that um, I, I don't, because if you're saying that, then you're like, that means Rob Reiner ripped off, is ripping off people in the, one of the biggest movies he ever had. And I don't think that's the case. I think he made quality movies. So it's like that's what I'm not, saying. I'm not a Rob Reiner. I, I, I like Harry Potter, but I'm not a raw, huge Rob Reiner guy. It's totally banal in a way. It's Princess so, Bride. It's so small. Uh, yeah, it's you know my thoughts on Princess Bride. And I love that. And I love that um, 
Well, I've seen it so many times, but it's only like the last few that I've seen it that you can see their relationship. Like when she kisses someone, he's kind of looking and he compliments her and she kind of lingers, you know. Yeah. They have the chemistry, whereas the whole time you're going, Annie and uh, Alvy don't don't have yeah right. but sometimes that works but you too, also, and that's yeah. why where the comedy comes from and yeah totally. whatever so so it's a, yeah i get what you're saying about the the, the any about any hall but i'm just saying that it's definitely i don't even know which one i like better i i i don't know i don't even know i because i, I yes, think there's a do. lot of there's a lot of things about when Harry Met Sally is more movieish to me. It's yeah, more like cinematic. It's, it's more cine- like mm. like, and I'm going to get killed for this because Annie Hall is considered that like that quintessential best picture. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's, it's 77. Do you know how hard that was to do? Yeah, I know, and it's also it's part of the time period. Like, so I think I think that does it for you too. Like the fact that it's in the 70s, it's pretty <laughs> 70s. I was they were play they played tennis at one point in it, and they have these really old rackets. And, <laughs> and I had like a tennis club. Yeah, like a tennis club. Like the people have cars in Manhattan. Right. It's like a heyday. Of, I, I yeah. love movies from the 70s and 80s. I feel like I missed out on that time in New York. You definitely did. They all have you know these crazy apartments. Yeah, to you it must look like just history. Oh, there's a sequence in Annie Hall when she when they're talking about her apartment and she goes, "I pay four hundred dollars." I know. Oh, it's always the most frustrating thing. up in a bu- he goes, "You pay four hundred dollars a month for this little yeah, place." Yeah, yeah. It's I, actually oh a great sequence. He goes, "There's bugs and there's." <laughs> you laugh and just to keep from. It's crying. small and there's bugs. Diane Keaton, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Jason Robards. Oh, Best Picture, Annie Hall. Best Actor, Richard Dreyfuss from The Goodbye Girl. Oh. I mean, I love Same Jaws, but, uh Best Supporting Actress, Vanessa Redgrave for Julia. Julia was kind of uh, directing Annie Hall, Woody Allen, writing Julia, Alvin Sargent. I don't even know Julia. Um, uh, I never saw it. And then Star Wars won a bunch of technical stuff. Ooh. Well, that's. I just want to yeah, go to I guess, you 1989 know, as well. well and then we'll wrap, and we'll wrap up. I think Batman won. <laughs> <I'm kidding. It's, laughs> I can't remember if it was 87 or 89. 87, I think it was. Annie Hall? Or yeah. I mean, no, Harry when Harry was out. It's 89. Is it 89? Because this year was 30 years, yeah. Oh, you are a f- super fan. I was reading up. I did my homework. I came to impress. You did great. We're going to um, see what the 89 Academy Awards were. Well, I don't think it got nominated. Well, I, I know. It definitely did, but he wants to see it what won. Right, what's the contemporaneous? Uh, best picture was Rain Man, which is like... I take Rain Man. I take good. Harry Mazzelli over Rain Man. I, any so would day I. Of week. Dustin so would Hoffman, I. best actor. Jodie Foster, best actress for The Accused. And you feel like Accused is older than eighty nine. They do, and also nobody talks about The Accused anymore. All they talk about is her in it. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, best supporting actor. I always remember this from when I was a kid too, because we had this videotape. Uh, Kevin Klein for A Fish Called Wanda. Uh, Fish Called Wanda is great. Uh, best uh, no, best supporting actress. Gina Davis in The Accidental Tourist. Tourist. With William Hurt. All that right. was a big movie back then. Uh, best director, Barry Levinson, Rain Man. Blah, blah, blah. Screenplay, Rain Man. Rain Original Man's screenplay. Great, I put, I'll put When Harry Met Sally up against Rain Man. Same Any abs- fucking uh, day. Way better. The writing's good. The ra- best like, adapted screenplay, Dangerous Liaisons. Yeah. And so see, that's what I mean. You can't, like, best the, visual effects, Who Framed you, Robert you, Rabbit. 
Oh, nice. The, 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 the awards, the awards Eddie. you can't... Don't get me wrong. Anyhow, all should have won. But what I'm saying is that sometimes they miss out. Like, if it was now, who knows? When Harry Metzelli might have... Or if Rain Man wasn't around that year, when Harry Metzelli might have been nominated for it. All right. Well, it seems like you're not going to give us a call. Because I'll give you a we can leave it up to the defenders to weigh in. Let's leave it up to the defenders. Let's find out. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll start doing it that way. That we get a response. Tweet at us at Defender Movie yes. and let us know. Uh, we'll write back. Let us know. What do you we always because write back? Me and Sean are very good about we'll, that. We'll call this too close to call. That's what we're going to call it. Too close to call. <laughs> what do you want to watch on a Sunday afternoon, people? What do you want to watch on a Sunday afternoon when Harry met Sally or Annie Hall? And I, I would. Ha- my first inclination oh, God. is when Harry met Sally. Oh, For me, get a pretty girl in the room and see what <laughs> Sean. <laughs> You sell out. I just It's just the better move. What can I tell you? I, I'm with you, Gabby. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, so, uh, but Defenders, we're going to start this too tough to call situation. We need you to tweet at us. We'll, we'll rack up the, we'll rack up the, well, I'll even do a poll on the oh, thing. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do, do a poll. Way. We'll do a Twitter a poll, poll on Twitter. And you tell us, uh, also, based off the episode as well, which one won tonight, and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll say what won next week when we record, uh, and we'll let you guys know what yes. the winner is, and then we'll, we'll and then we'll just we'll go by that, and then whatever happens, if it's Annie Hall. Uh, you can never watch When Harry Met Sally again I'm sorry to say oh <laughs> When Harry Met Sally You can never watch Andy Hall <laughs> uh, But that is the episode Thank you so much Where do you got the plug? I will be The first week of December I'm going to be in Indianapolis, Indiana At Crackers Nice for, I think it's for five or six shows It's, it's a fun club uh, I'm also going to be At the Comedy Cellar a bunch So look on their website ComedyCellar.com I'm at Shawnee Time On Instagram and Twitter Andy? I am at Andy Fiore On Twitter On Instagram And AndyFiore.com uh, Providence First weekend uh, Right after Thanksgiving We will have a Brand new Thanksgiving episode For you guys to listen to Yes The day after Thanksgiving when you're traveling and you're sick of your family and you're full uh, you can throw on Defend Your Movie and also the big stuff is still happening big stuff it's in happening the it's, 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 a, it's a definite it's just a matter of it, it launching so, yes. so things are in the process yeah. these things move slowly but if we have to take a week off every now and then we're going to try not to do it but please bear with us because uh, we're Two big bears. And he should bear with us. But <laughs> Gabby, thank you as always, yes, to our guest, Gabby Coffin. Thank you so much, Gabby, for you doing were this. You were awesome. Thank you, guys. I had, I such had a, a great fun time. time. And yeah. what would you like to plug, if anything? What would I like to plug? Twitter, Instagram. Do we oh, want pl- the public to know about this or, kind of or, stuff? Or a charity you want people to give to? Please don't find me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Most comics are ravenous like to get to their plug, stuff out. I would like to plug my own anonymity. That's oh, I like that. All right. That's very, it's very anti-2019. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the best way for people not to go and find you is to say... Don't come find me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are awesome. And we'll see you next week, I guess. Absolutely. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.